Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Chicago's Legal Latte, a series of podcasts brought to you by Lavelle Law Limited. Throughout this series, the attorneys from Lavelle Law will share their answers to questions about a variety of topics for individuals and small businesses. To participate in today's discussion, you can email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. You know, as I look back, we, we've been doing these podcasts for, oh my gosh, uh, over four years now. And uh, one, of the, one of the cool things is that, uh, you know, it just seems like we keep finding new and, I think, useful topics uh, that we can cover each week. And uh, the attorneys at Lavelle Law Limited always help out there. You spend some time with them, and you realize there's so much more we can, we can all learn. I appreciate them always making the time to join us. And uh, we'll have some more for you this week. Hi, everybody. This is Jim Mitchell, and, and I hope... And I think you're going to find this week's topic uh, is going to be a very informative one. Um, Not real detailed. Sometimes we go off in different directions, but this is one that kind of hits everybody. We're going to provide some information for individuals, specifically those of you who have bought or or maybe considering buying a home or other property here soon. We're going to discuss title insurance. That's one of those little extra things that comes up in the process, but one which... uh, certainly has a very significant impact whether we realize it or not. So here to assist me with that discussion is one of the attorneys of the law, Kelly Anderson. And, uh, Kelly, nice to talk to you again. Thanks, Jim. Good to be here. Should we um, – let's let's maybe start as, as we want to you know, jump in here a little bit, talk about uh, real estate transactions. Are you starting to see an upswing in activity for this year? You know, things always pick up a little bit in the spring and summer, but it has picked – last month in particular was just a huge month for real estate. Things are – people are out and back in the market and, and looking to buy, so that's good. And it's keeping you busy, I'm sure. I am – yes, I'm incredibly busy right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I Which appreciate the time here. Yeah, we like that. Sure, now, sure. Uh, tell, us, tell us about title insurance. You know, we, we kind of hear that all the time. Uh, what role does it really play in, in the purchase process? Yeah, I, I think people hear that term and, and don't necessarily um, know much about it or learn much about it before they go into a real estate tra- transaction. But a couple of things to know. If you're buying a home and you're getting a mortgage with your purchase, your lender will require that you purchase title insurance as part of the process. But lender insurance, which I don't think everybody understands, doesn't protect you even though your lender is making you pay for it. To protect you, you need something called an owner's policy. Um, Fortunately, most contracts in Illinois provide that the seller pays for the owner's policy for the buyer. So even though you're paying for the lender's policy, you don't usually have to pay for your own. But here's here's kind of what happens when a contract is entered into. Um, the seller orders a title search from a title company, um, and there's a number of different title companies they can use. Once the title company gets the order, the agent there or an attorney that's working on behalf of the title company examines the records in the county to identify things like mortgages that might be on the property, judgments against the property, tax liens, easements, special taxes, any other matters that might affect title that could ultimately cost the buyer money if they're not identified. Um, Once they get identified, then the title company prepares something called a title commitment. It identifies everything that's on the records that need to be dealt with before the closing in addition to things like um, things that a buyer has to take the property subject to, things like condo declarations or particular easements or setback lines. Um, So that's kind of how the title company does does their search and provides a title commitment so that everybody 
knows what needs to be taken care of before the closing because the buyer doesn't want to take um, take the seller's mortgage on. The the buyer doesn't want to take you know a tax lien on. So the seller has to make sure those things are dealt with before the closing. So those are some of the things that can go wrong in a transaction. I you know I don't want to say that real estate closings are routine, but I'm, I'm sure someone like you who who has experience with them, there's there's a certain pattern. So this is just sort of a, a way of clearing the path to make sure that when that transaction is complete, there's nothing that leaves responsibility for the buyer then on that property. Exactly. Okay. So it is, and I guess I want to clarify here too, is title insurance a factor just in residential transactions, someone buying a home, or is it utilized in the same way for a commercial pro- uh, property? Oh, it's it's definitely still used in commercial transactions. Okay. And does it cover the same types of issues there? Um, yeah, yeah, to some degree. Commercial isn't isn't my area of expertise, but I mm-hmm. believe it does um does also cover the same sorts of things. Great. All right, let's you mentioned something I think if people want to know about, which is cost. Um you know, I assume that the um you know the you mentioned in fact the buyer the, the insurance is required in 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 one particular view there. What does this add to cost to a buyer, uh, if anything? Okay. Well, typically what I see is is a lender policies range anywhere from $400 to $600. And lenders sometimes require specific endorsements to be added, and those can be, I don't know, $150. Those add some extra coverage, um, extra title insurance coverage. So that's um, sort of the, the range of cost for a lender's policy. Um, in terms of what a seller is paying for um it's a one-time premium. They are usually paying around five per, or sorry, 05 percent of the purchase price. So, say the home is three hundred thousand dollars, the owner's policy would probably cost about fifteen hundred dollars. But that's, like I said, a one-time premium. Okay, interesting. I was, I was wondering if it was related to the uh, value of the property at all. So it sounds like the, yeah. It is to that and you know, one other thing to point out, you know, unlike medical insurance or hazard insurance. Um, that charge an annual premium to cover future hazards. Title insurance is actually protecting against um, loss from defects that already exist in the title to the property. Um, so it's a little bit different than other kinds of insurance in that way. Okay. Yeah, I think just the, the term insurance makes us think of, of you know different policies that we have that uh, uh, cover, as you said, future and possible uh, things right. happening. Those so are kind of a different view of it. Um, so we're, we're talking about title insurance. Um, we're, we're getting a good primer from uh, Kelly Anderson, an associate at Lavelle Law, and uh, certainly always enjoy having her on the podcast. She provides very clear, well-explained answers, very helpful to those of us who uh, need to learn about some of these things. You can find more information from her by visiting LavelleLaw.com. Uh, we archive past podcasts there, but also keep a uh, vast collection of articles written by the attorneys. Uh, including a number of them authored by Kelly. They're they're all listed under the resource section. So um, great place to look and, and get some more information after the podcast. Now, getting back to uh, title insurance, um, you know, are, are policies all pretty much the same? Uh, do, do people need to, you know, be worried about who they're getting the insurance from or what it covers, or is it uh, kind of a standard template that everyone would uh, expect to have the same type of uh, coverage? It is a fairly standard template, but there are some additional things that you can ask for or negotiate for um, when you're 
negotiating the contract with the seller because the seller ultimately, like I said, is the one who orders the policy or orders the title commitment. And there's um, there's basic coverage and then there's something called extended coverage, which covers a few additional things that may not show in the public records. Um, and in, in order to get something called extended coverage, which is a little bit more insurance, and, and I usually recommend it, you have to make sure that the title company gets a current survey of the property um, at closing, which is pretty standard, um, but you do want to make sure that they get that. And sometimes in foreclosures and short sales, the seller doesn't provide a survey, in which case um, you wouldn't get extended coverage. Um, so it's something I recommend buyers do is make sure that they're getting a survey. Okay. As we've been talking, I'm envisioning uh, someone, you know, buying a home, buying a piece of property. Um, is title insurance a factor at all when you're staying in your home and just refinancing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it it it's not. You wouldn't have to get a new owner's policy, but um, because an original homeowner's title insurance policy will protect ownership rights for as long as you own or your heirs own the property, so there's no need for that. But the original lender's title insurance policy only protects the lender's interest on the original loan. With a new refinanced loan, the original loan will get paid off and the lender will require protection of its interest for the new loan. Um, or if the loan is sold to an investor like Fannie Mae, um, Fannie Mae might require additional security of title insurance for them on the property. Uh, the good news is title companies often offer discounts or short-term rates on lender policies. So if you're refinancing your loan with the same lender, your lender um, may also provide additional discounts too. And, and during the review process, if a lien is found or um, you know some other instance that you mentioned at the beginning uh, that you're trying to prevent, what, what happens? Does that suddenly uh, delay the closing? Does it uh, put an end to the process? Or how, how do you resolve you know, some of those things? You know, most often the seller already knows about it, so hopefully okay. they've been preparing to deal with it. But if it's something significant that they weren't aware of or if it's going to result in them having to bring cash to closing, it could create a problem. Um, but typically, like I said, sellers usually know it's coming and um, have gone into this situation knowing that they're going to have to deal with it. If there's a surprise like a mortgage that um, they weren't aware of or that a prior owner left on the property that they thought was, you know, or didn't realize existed, then that could really create a problem. Um, but I don't see that very often. And is there, you know, we talked earlier about comparing it to other types of insurance we're familiar with, like you know, auto insurance or health insurance where you file claims against uh, an incident. Does that same type of process apply here? It really is. You know, once once you have your owner's policy, if some sort of title issue arises after you purchase your home, you now have the assurance that the title company will stand behind you so long as it's a covered um covered issue or uh or title defect. Um they'll cover, you know, the whatever cost or expenses, legal defense, um, if it's a valid claim and cost um or the cost of defending an attack on title. And what you do is you just need to submit a claim like you would submit a claim for any other insurance. You you know, explain what's going on, uh why you're submitting a claim, give them the property information, contact information, and you'll probably have to provide a copy of your policy, a copy of your closing statement, things like that, supporting documentation for it. And when we have these discussions from time to time, I you know, I don't hesitate to mention as we talk about different circumstances people find themselves in why it's 
a good idea in most cases to to use an attorney for various situations and you know people who are buying property maybe they've done it a few times in the past they may even do it without a real estate agent do it you know by by owner this just sounds to me like another good reason why when you're trying to purchase property it just makes sense to have somebody on your side uh with the legal background and it, you know I again don't want to just kind of promote your services blindly, but it, it, it just sounds like you don't want to go in this on your own. No, sure. And I mean, before I practiced real estate, I, I remember buying, I didn't look at the title commitment. And and thank goodness I had an attorney representing me because, you know, there are things on there that you want to make sure come off of title. I, I I didn't know what I was even looking for, and I don't think most buyers do understand all the things that can exist on title that need to be dealt with. And any anything else we should be aware of with regard to insurance before we wrap up? We've got uh, just a, a minute or so left here, and, and I know sometimes uh, we run through and don't get to everything. Did, did we miss anything today, or any last thoughts that should be mentioned? I, I don't. I don't think so. I just think as a buyer, you need to ask good questions. Ask your attorney about you know the title company charges. I just recently had a client ask me all sorts of questions about um, the charges on the on the title invoice um, and and about the various things on the title commitment. Just ask good questions and make sure you know what coverage you're going to be getting. Okay. Well, we want to thank Kelly Anderson for being here. As always, uh, appreciate the input and the time uh, that she takes to join us and. I want to thank you for listening as well. Um, you know, this has been uh, just one of many informative conversations we have, which which is really the goal here: keep things useful, uh, informative, but we try and make them relax so that uh, just the average person can listen in and, and follow along. We hope you uh, were able to do that today. We invite you to spread the word, uh, share the information with family and friends, colleagues. Let them know that there's a good resource here. Um, you or they can always go back and see if we've covered past topics of interest to you. You can browse the archives. They're stored here at uh, blogtalkradio.com and lavellelaw.com. You can listen from either location, and don't forget, you can also download from iTunes, kind of take the podcast with you and listen at a convenient time and place. Now, if we've missed anything, um, send us a note, podcast at lavellelaw.com. We'll add your comment to our list, try and find a way to uh, get your topic research included in a future discussion as well. So thanks very much for being with us, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Chicago's Legal Latte. If you have any questions or topics for a future episode, please call Lavelle Law Limited at 847-705-7555 or email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. 